Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. Numero dos for the night. Uh, we still have the black rectangle Jeremiah with us tonight. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get this all figured out. This was a weird night. Usually... We got this tech thing kind of figured out, but tonight's been one of those really weird nights. Uh, you guys been leaving some great comments. Uh, take deuce. Um, I can promise you that has nothing to do with the take two. That's a completely different kind of two. Uh, who broke the interwebs? Uh, I don't know, but they definitely got broke. We were sitting here talking to each other. You all were like, I look over and people are going, what happened? Did the stream stop? And we're just talking away and we're like, wait a second. The broadcast ended. So, uh, Sorry about that, guys. Didn't mean to do that to you. And then uh, this is what happens when you try to start before I'm here. Let this be a lesson for you. I'm so sorry that uh, that we blew that one. Uh, Jeremiah is going to be here just a second. Uh, he was telling me earlier he's been having weird internet issues with his computer. And so he's trying to get things figured out. But uh, what I want to do right now is I just want to leave it open. Ask any questions you guys want to. Um, throw those questions our way and, and let us know what you would like to know about. Uh, what is this right here at John Kelly long trail 2023 Shh. man. I would love to do the long trail. That is a trail. I would absolutely love to do um, <laughs> Ben McMillan. Wouldn't this be episode 134 now? Um, if we, if we actually published that one that happened earlier, we would probably do that, but we're not going to publish that one. I, I think we're going to let that go. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> rva hiker girl jk stringer broke the dark web uh that's what we're good at we're so good at it um let's see what's a new place i can check out that i've never been to Ooh, that's a great question but here's the thing your husband probably knows more places than i do wait a second he's he's coming in i think i think jeremiah is trying to come in hard right now we'll just let it happen as it happens uh, another question, are we going to see or talk about some hot tenting in the near future? Okay, here's the thing, man. We live in Kentucky. And uh, Matthew, I would love to say we'd do some hot tenting, but we'd get to do it like twice all winter. Because, uh, am I right about that, Jeremiah? You asking about hot tenting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I never get the chance to go. I went with Miyagi one time, and he said his, uh, whenever we were down at Pika State Park, and Bridget seemed to absolutely love it. But if you're only going to be able to do it once or twice a year, it's not really worth investing, in, in my opinion. Hey, your wife asked a question. What's a good new place that she can check out that she's never been to? Well, I think I'm going to need some context there, Bridget. She <laughs> want restaurants. She want hiking. She, uh, she want vacation. Uh, uh, what exactly are we looking at? Uh, you're all's romantic life. You need to keep to yourselves, man. We really need to know all that stuff. So now we did go. Uh, we went to that restaurant you and I last time that we recorded. Yeah, down here. Yeah, that would be a good place to take her. Try a little wine. Hang oh, out. Yeah. yeah, eat some chicken cordon bleu. For those who are wondering, Jeremiah and I had a romantic lunch as we recorded a couple episodes of the podcast a few <laughs> weeks ago. 
<laughs> Jeremiah goes, there's this new restaurant. We need to go check it out. I was like, okay, cool. So we go and we go inside and it's like fine china and linen on the tables and yeah, and there's like four wine glasses on every table. Oh yeah, it was it was it was way nicer than any meal the two of us have ever had together. So um and Jeremiah did pop the question and yes, I will do another season of the podcast with him. So we're going <laughs> to we're going to keep doing that. Outside Comfort Zone wants to know what would you all say is the best piece of gear you've ever bought? Best piece of Ooh. gear you've ever bought. Oh man. You know, the thing that's been going the longest for me. (laughs) Oh, you want to go first? I just said the next one. The next piece of gear is my favorite piece of gear. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, No. Mine's probably been the Osprey Atmos. That thing, although it does have like a tear on the hip belt, which I know Osprey would repair if I were to just send it into them. But that's been going the longest for me. That's the first backpack that I ever bought, even though it's heavy. Dude, that thing is like a tank. I think mine is my enlightened equipment 20 degree revelation quilt. I have used that? that. I have been using that since 2018. I did the whole shell toy trace with it. I use it most of the time. In the, well, this past summer I didn't use it because I didn't get to do much this past summer. But I mean, it's a year, it's a year round quilt for me. I've probably used that more than any other piece of gear that I have. Um, outside of my blue you- Bic lighter that I've still have after four years, I've used it for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. And the stupid thing still goes like this little tiny blue Bic lighter. Dude, I used one lighter from start to finish for the first time in my entire life in the last couple of weeks. Never. Really? Uh, yep. I never used a, a full one ever in my life. That's impressive. That's impressive. Your wife's excited, man. She sees your face. <laughs> well, she, I haven't got to see her much today, so I'll hang out with her after the podcast. But she's finally getting a little bit of a taste of the face. I come home, and uh, she um, she had to go visit her sister, but I took a good nap while she was going and doing that. Oh, man, hour and a half. Nice, nice. So, uh, Jeremiah, did you ever get to see the countdown, what it looked like? I, dude, I saw it. I don't know. Maybe the countdown is what was cutting me off. It wasn't happy with my phone. But, dude, I I was dying laughing whenever I saw that when we were out at the gorge uh, a couple weeks ago. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about it? Yeah, I, I think it. I think it was Buckley backpacking with Buckley. Go check out his channel. He did a video on the meetup that happened a couple weekends ago. I guess it was last weekend at the Red River Gorge. And uh, <laughs> I showed up, and Ben McMillan from Hilltop Packs uh, made me a a fanny pack, one of his Dyneema fanny packs, except it's made out of the new material that's EcoPack. And so he sends it to me. He goes, he goes, I've got a perfect idea for a design. So he just sends it to me, and I look at it, and it's got my logo, and it's like this stars and like the universe and all that kind of stuff. But then when you roll it up, it's just Jeremiah's face everywhere. So if you're listening online, <laughs> you didn't get to enjoy the countdown like all the people who were here from the beginning who got to see that. But, uh, man, the looks on everybody's face, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, dude, <laughs> when, I saw, when I saw you rolling that up and then it's just a bunch of my face. I could not. I couldn't contain the laughter, man. That's a funny piece of gear. Uh, I was. It was totally unexpected too. Ben just said, "I've got a great idea," and that's all I heard. And then, like a week later, 
I open up my mail and there's this thing and I open it up and there it is. And it's literally, hang on, hang on, hang on. For those who maybe didn't get to see it before. There you go, right there. Jeremiah everywhere. Jeremiah everywhere. It's really ridiculous. So we got a great question, Jeremiah. This is from Hunter's Trip. Okay. Hey, John, what's that shiny new puffy replacement you got? Well, it's funny that you asked that because that actually has to do with our sponsor for tonight's episode. And that is our good friends over at the wonderful company called Outdoor Vitals Live Ultra Light. Jeremiah, would you like to ah. expound upon this jacket a little bit? Yeah, look look at this. Mine. Mine is like a burnt orange color, but I think you can get it in like black and olive too, or blue, blue, black, olive. And what I have is the orange one. Now, I didn't pick this color out. Uh, they just sent it to me and asked if I want to try it out. And I said, yeah, I would love to. Well, and, Jeremiah, uh, I got to pick my is... color out. Uh, what? You know, I... I take that back. He probably asked me, and then I was just like, ah, it doesn't matter. Just send me, <laughs> send me some. But, yeah, this is the new Vario jacket. just came out um today today was the beginning of sales for this jacket uh they're selling them over at outdoorvitals.com it is a cool jacket um jeremiah and i both did shorts on it um and that'll give you some information about it but they're fantastic and right now for the rest of the week they're 10 percent off and if you have a live ultralight membership which we've talked about before on here they're like 20 percent off so it's a really good deal can i some really good gear can I give you the 20-second uh, spill on this jacket? Would you be okay with that? Dude, you can do whatever you want. I can even put my short on here if you just want to see the short. <laughs> no, I want to I be the information giver. All right, of you course ready? you do. Give it. Okay, here it is. I'm going to give you a super quick rundown. This jacket, it's hooded. It has a stretch around the hood. It matches the cuffs, which has the same stretch, and it has thumb loops. And then it has a full zip as compared to their hoodie, which is similar to this. And then uh, it's got two pockets in the front. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I compared it in my YouTube short to their hoodie, Outdoor Vitals Ventus hoodie. Yeah. Which brings me to the the last point I wanted to make. Dude, uh, this thing, I don't know. I'm liking the vents under the armpits. Yeah, the vented armpits are really sweet. Definitely sweet. So it's it's just an awesome jacket. I'm glad I got my hands on one. And one of the yeah. things, this is what I was telling Jeremiah earlier. I wore this jacket out this morning. It was about 40 degrees this morning while I was waiting for the bus for my with my daughter. And all I was wearing was a T-shirt underneath it, and I never got chilled at all. And uh, that's saying something for a jacket that's this thin. Because, I mean, it is it is thin. Like, you just, you're almost like, is there really even insulation in it? But, dude, I know, dude, it keeps you warm. The- Here's the weird thing. It cuts the wind. Like, uh, I've been doing this challenge where I'm burning 500 calories a day. So after I woke up from my nap, I went and walked four miles. And it's super windy where I was walking. The wind will cut you. And, dude, this thing, the armpit vents paired with the insulation. I don't know what it is, but I didn't break a sweat. And uh, enjoyable walk out there. And that's a big one when you're hiking up hills and stuff in the cold. You don't want to sweat because if you sweat, you're, you've got the chances of bringing on hypothermia later. And uh, knowing that you got something that can might maybe help you not sweat as much while you're hiking on trails kind of nice. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about our sponsor is uh, Outdoor Vitals. If you check out their website, OutdoorVitals.com, they don't just have this jacket. They have like all kinds of different stuff, pants, shirts, 
um, outer layers, but they also have shelter systems. I mean, it it they are like a minimalist style um, backpacking company, if you will. So if that is your style and that's your brand, then I'll definitely check out Outdoor Vitals. Absolutely. And I've been a fan since 2018. My first hammock was an Outdoor Vitals hammock back in 2018, if you can believe that. So big thank you to Outdoor Vitals for sponsoring this episode. For myself and Jeremiah, we appreciate you guys, and we cannot wait to see what other new crazy creations you guys come up with. So, Jeremiah, let's get back to some of these questions. Okay, let me give you a question. Oh, you're going to give me a question. Yeah, I can't post it because it's on my YouTube community page. But um, my question is from Bearded Buddha, and it's a YouTube question. Ah, yes, yes. All right. So I'm going to let you take this one. What do you recommend for subs, subscribers, who are trying to do what you both do? Talking about me and you, as it pertains to YouTubing, not your personal careers. Also, if you could back with anyone, celebrity, artist, or figure in history, who would it be and why? So let's do the first question first. What advice would you give somebody that's trying to do what you do YouTube-wise? Just start making videos because they're going to be awful at the beginning. I mean, they just are mm-hmm. like, unless you've got a history, unless you've got a past of making videos, like you've done something in your past where you made videos and stuff, just get out your phone. I mean, gosh, man, the cameras on these things now are stupid, you know? So get your camera out, go hike some trails, video it, talk to the camera, look awkward for a while, you know, do those things and just keep doing it and just post it and watch. And what's great is then as you grow, you get to look back on those videos and go, wow, I actually posted that. Um, but you get to see the growth along the way. I went back and tried to watch one of my shell toy, uh, trace videos the other day, man. It was, oh, I was rough, but it's worth it. You just do it. Just go and do it. Like you really don't have anything to lose. Um, the other thing I would say is get your skin thick because trolls abound in the land of the YouTubes. So just be prepared for that and, and just have a thick skin and know where the band button is. I second everything that John said. Exactly what I would say. And as for the uh, who would you hike with, anyone could be a celebrity, artist, or figure in history. Uh, I think I got two answers. I think the most interesting one would be Jesus, as in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And my second one would be kind of the opposite of him, Genghis Khan, who like (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm not joking. I was about to say Genghis Khan as a joke, no, you and I wasn't not. being serious about it. I was totally joking. When you said that, I'm like, there's no way he just said that, but he did. Now, I would agree with your number one, and then my number two would be Grandma Gatewood. Oh, that would be a good one, man. How interesting would that be? Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Like, Well, first of all, she probably whipped my butt in hiking. And Well, who um, is she for people that don't know her? She is – she was the first, I believe, well, she was the first woman to hike the Appalachian Trail. Am I right about that? I think, yeah, first documented woman, yeah. Yeah, and, and she hiked it multiple times. Um, she just was, she was unbelievable. Uh, you just look her up on in Google and just read about her. Um, she's done so many different trails. And she hiked, like, you got to watch it because she just took, like, a like fabric and tied up her stuff and hung it over her shoulder and just carried it. Yeah. And she just carried like it in a giant hobo. sack. Yeah, I mean, amazing woman. I would love the opportunity to hike with her. I just, and I yeah, bet she's got the best one. stories. I bet she's got the best stories. Oh yeah, I could. You probably just sit there and listen. No, oh, all day long, all day long. 
So uh, what were the temps in Kentucky this morning? 40 degrees at, at my house. And they were a little uh, yeah. tonight. Tonight, I think they're getting into the 20s. Is that right? Well, I won't give away the report, but I will say since we have a heavy freeze warning tonight, I went out. Well, I take that back. I didn't go out. I asked Bridget to this morning unscrew the water uh, water hoses from the spigots because if you still got water in there and it freezes, you know, water expands whenever it freezes, so it could crack a line or something on the outside. I had to replace and mine this was... year. Oh, really? Is that what had... happened? Uh, yeah, I had to replace mine this year. So yeah, you know, water is one of one of only a couple of things that expands whenever it freezes. Yeah, everything else shrinks up. It's pretty weird, but it'll definitely cost you a lot of money if uh, something catastrophic happens. So yeah, it's supposed to get into the low 30s the next two nights with some serious wind chill because the winds are really high right now um, here in Kentucky. And uh, like tomorrow night, actually, I'm doing a shakedown night in a tent um, with some new layers that I'm going to be taking with me uh, Mm -hmm. for my my trip to the Foothills Trail. So I'm trying out a new sleeping pad. I'm trying out a new sleeping bag. What's uh, the the sleeping pad is the Repeat SL from Big Agnes. Okay. Um, it's It's got a 4.2 R value, which should keep me plenty warm down there. And then I've got the 30-degree Outdoor Vital sleeping bag. Boy, you're a brave guy doing the – well, you got the Foothills truck coming up, and you got this brand-new gear that you're taking. It's in a couple – it's like in two and a half, three weeks. You know, it's in a, it's, I've still got a bit of time before it comes. But I, anytime it's getting cold – Mm-hmm. I'm sleep- my buddy Sean, who's going with me, we're both setting our tents up in his backyard and sleeping out there in our gear just to make sure that it can handle the, the weather. So what did you um, whenever we were at that YouTube meetup, what did you what was your sleeping situation there? I know you had the hammock, but what was the, the temps and ratings? And like, oh, I had, a, take- I had a 40 degree under quilt, 20 degree top quilt it was warm and toasty the whole time. OK, it didn't get that cold, but I I knew it was going to be like high 30s, I think. Yeah, I got down Dude, to the I, 30s overnight. I think I got down to 34, if I remember right. Not to keep plugging Outdoor Vitals, but uh, I took the zero degree, like, quilt that yeah. I got from Outdoor Vitals. Oh, my God. I was so hot. I mean, Did you feel good? Warm. Yeah, it was nice and toasty, man. I would always rather be too warm and kind of open that bag up and get a little chill. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Peters has a question for you, Jeremiah. Based on oh, your Lord. your statement about your jacket and how it break, how it how it, it breaks the wind, he goes, "Does it cut the wind or does it break the wind?" <laughs> Which one? Is it? I guess, I guess a little of both. What can I say? <laughs> uh, backpacking with Jason's on here right now, which that makes me so happy. Uh, he, well, he goes, "Do you think the first person with an indoor toilet thought it was absolutely gross or really cool?" Oh, that's know, a good that question. Toilet, you, well, let's let's think back to where we think that might be. I'm going to guess uh, probably the Roman Empire. What do you think? You're probably right. They because they had bathhouses and stuff, and they had a sewage system. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe that civilization. <laughs> that was the most awkward. I bet that person was the bee's knee. <laughs> I bet it was a king. <laughs> It was the most awkward what? pause in history just now. <laughs> what I got a little bit of lag here. I'm sorry. What? That's okay. That was really funny. Keep going. Keep going. You're doing great. <laughs> I have a little bit of lag. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I want to put this out there. Jerry, J. Flo Flowers. I, I think that that person was probably thinking that they are absolutely awesome, dude. How could you not? Oh, I know. 
I mean, it probably smelled awful, but it probably only smelled awful in those days. I mean, am I right? Awkward pause. <laughs> I think Jeremiah just got cut off. I He's... think that you're right. Okay, there he is. There he is. I think you got cut off for a second. There. Oh, it's not an awkward pause. I think it's. A, <laughs> I think it's just my connection. It might be. It might be. Um, Jerry J Flow Flowers says outdoor vitals clothing sizes are not accurate. I had to order two sizes up from what I normally wear. I will say um, that is one thing I have noticed with outdoor vitals. Um, everything is is very athletic cut, so it's it's almost the European sizes. So um, you definitely want to size up. I sized up for my jacket in a big way. Um, as a matter of fact, I gave that jacket to a buddy of mine and asked him to, to wear it and tell me what size he thought it was. And uh, he goes, what is it, like an extra large? I was like, bro, that's a 3X. So he was he was kind of surprised by that. Um, but definitely sizes are a touch interesting. Yeah, I... I went with the extra large on mine. Do you usually wear smaller ones? I'm just going to keep talking, I think, because I think uh, Jeremiah might be missing some of my stuff here. So uh, if you found yourself in a tough spot and had to battle half a dozen marmots in one piece of hiking gear that isn't a trekking pole, what would you use? What would you use? Man, that's a hard question. Jeremiah, how would you answer this question? If you found yourself in a tough spot and had to battle a half dozen marmots <laughs> with one piece of hiking gear that is a trekking pole, what would you use? I think tonight is the night of, okay, Jeremiah's cutting out for right now. We're having all kinds of crazy things. Um, okay, so let me answer this one. If, if I had to use battle half dozen marmots with one piece of hiking gear that isn't a trekking pole, what would I use? I would throw a mountain house meal at them because they would probably eat it and I wouldn't have to. Um, and I think backpacking with Jason would totally agree with me 100%. Uh, let's keep going down through here and see if we've got some more questions. Um Trade the trail runners for sandals. Ooh, um, man, doc, I don't think I could do that one, man. I don't think I could do that one. I don't think I could, uh, I, I don't think I could do the sandals thing. I, I, I bang my feet on too many rocks and stuff. I would probably have bloody nubs by the end of that trip. If I did that, uh, let's keep going. Hunter's trip. How do we get Odie on the show? We had Odie on the show actually last year. So if you get on our, our Facebook or our YouTube channel, or you get on, uh, our anchor page, you can look at both of those. And we actually had Odie on the show, and he was fantastic. We had a great time chatting with him. Really, really good dude. Uh, ben McMillan, my celebrity crush, is backpacking with Jason. And I would say there's probably a lot of people on here who think that right now, that Jason is their crush. Are we back, Jeremiah? Are we in? Okay, we're not in yet. Okay. We'll just keep going. Uh, of course, it looks like Jason loved that comment. Um, would you guys still backpack if sauerkraut was the only food you could eat on trail? I like sauerkraut. I'm just saying. that That's that's me. I like sauerkraut, so I don't think it would kill me. Uh, I don't know what Jeremiah's thoughts are on sauerkraut, but personally, I'm a big sauerkraut fan. So well, I, I like sauerkraut. Yeah, I could eat it. I would still backpack. 
I would do it. I would do it. Would you do it, Jeremiah? Do what? Do the take the sauerkraut? Yeah. If that was the only uh, still backpack. Um, probably not. You don't think so? Well, that sounds awful, dude. I mean, could you at least do like sauerkraut and weenies? Maybe, maybe it's something if every food has to have sauerkraut in it. Oh, well, it would get old, but I would do it. I tell you who would die though, Bridget. She doesn't need anything like vinegar, no mustard, no pickles, no no sauerkraut for sure. Really? Yeah, she would not enjoy that. She would no. not have fun with that at all. She would starve to death. Oh, look, Doc Watson's going to be overnighting in the whites this weekend. Nice. A low should be in the low forties. Dude, that that's gonna be nice, man. I I'm just gonna be honest. Back in the day, I hated cold weather, Jeremiah. Hated it. Why'd you hate it? Because it was cold. If I'm just being honest, it was <laughs> just, cold. Just un- it's uncomfortable. It was cold. I don't like being cold. And so uh so I didn't like it. And then I started backpacking, man. When you get in your hammock and you're like just surrounded by a cocoon of down, it's really nice. Hey, we need to make sure we say a big thank you. <laughs> Where's Ben's comment down here? Okay, here it is. I have to skip ahead. Jeremiah, $11.37 towards Jeremiah's internet bill. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Yes. So, I don't know. I I think I figured out the problem, John. Yeah, what is it? I think it's not the internet. I think it's that my computer's from 2013, and that might as well be a thousand years in technology. You're not wrong, but the fact it's lasted as long as it has is is pretty dang impressive, man. That's Apple products, man. Last for a long time. Time to they replace do. the laptop, but next week, don't worry. I, I'm actually doing all this on purpose since I um, hosted the show without John last week, so I'm just trying to get in as much solo hosting for you to make up for the time from last week. That's funny. I I, I deserve it, man. Okay, so did I tell you what actually happened to me last week? You say you had uh, some throat issues? I had a swollen uvula. You know that thing that dangles in the back of your throat? Yeah. Yeah. It was resting on my tongue. It was so swollen. <laughs> that had to feel weird, dude. It was awful, dude. It's the strangest thing I've ever done in my life. I thought like, okay, so this, it started doing that when I was at the, the meetup. It's, uh, this, is, this is totally gross, but we talk about poop anyway, so it doesn't matter on this episode. But um, I'm laying in my hammock, and I, I – you know that feeling when you're draining and like you can feel yeah. snot going down the back of your throat? I thought that's yeah, what it was. I thought that's what it was. It was my my uvula like running. So I kept trying to hack it out. And when I would do it, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like intensely breathing in my uvula. And so like I'm going out in the woods trying to spit it out. Like nothing's happening. So I'm getting angry, but I'm also choking as I'm doing this. Why am I choking? And nothing's coming out. And I was just getting so mad. And then I get home and I find out that I had a swollen uvula. Well, that probably made it worse. You trying it to probably it did. Up. I probably made it 10 hey, times worse. Did you see Tom Walker's um, comment on there? I saw it whenever I was trying to get reconnected there. Which you one? See what I, he said? I, I'm trying to keep up with everybody. It's been hard. He said, uh, he asked if I saw the toilet paper and stuff outside the tent. I'll see if I can find it here. So I saw a, video I of it. Know this. I saw video <laughs> of it. I was going through it and I was watching everybody's videos and um, I was like, what? So here it is. It says, uh, by following Walker's world. Hey, Jeremiah, did you see the setup? 
poop toilet paper around your tent at the meetup. And um, to answer your question in short, no, I didn't. I had no idea anything about it until I watched the videos this week. And I was like, those guys were pranking me. I had no idea. It was pretty funny, too, because it was. They, they, okay, so basically what happened was these guys went around the front of Jeremiah's tent and dug cat holes and then put, <laughs> then filled them up and put a little piece of toilet paper sticking out the top. So when Jeremiah would walk out, he'd see all these little pieces of toilet paper sticking out of the ground. He never even saw them. Didn't didn't notice one bit. So sorry. Do better on your pranks. Better be yep. giant next year. <laughs> okay, so Hunter's trip has a great words. exactly. Hunter's trip has a great question. Give up one of your go-to pieces of gear that you actually use. What would it be? Oh man, that a is a tough go-to. question. A go-to piece. So, well, what kind of go-to pieces do you use typically? I mean, my hammock is my go-to shelter, my pride of Kentucky. But, you know, every time I'm going out there to do my business, I take my uh, my bidet. That would be tough yeah. to give up. I was going to say a trowel. I use a trowel, yeah. like, you know, and, and having to dig with like – a stick or your trekking poles would be kind of annoying. I've done it before, but I, I don't like it. I'm trying to think what would be a real go-to, though, like a go-to piece of gear. What about your pillow? What if you couldn't take a pillow? In a hammock, I could care less. Now, if I was sleeping in a tent, I would be very upset by that. Like, yeah, I'm, doing a tent, I'm doing a tent for the entire uh, Foothills Trail. Man, I just don't know why you're doing that to yourself. Uh, Just wait and... uh. I looked at the campsites and they uh-huh. have a lot of tent spots and good ones. So yeah, you'll be fine in a tent. You could also do the hammock, but I'll make a game time decision. I'd take them both if you're driving. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm getting the uh, the fortieth two person tent from uh, Outdoor Vitals, so I'm gonna try that out before I go and see what I think. That could be a good one. What if it's so, gonna be raining? Uh, three days would you rather have the tent or the hammock i'd probably rather have the tent honestly yeah it, for me anyways because like my guy lines the way i connect them on my hammock uh because i'm looking if you guys have ideas for what ways to connect guy lines uh let me know i've been using these little uh connectors from alien loop and they're okay but uh, i've noticed when they get super saturated wet mm-hmm. they can come loose and if it got high winds and a lot of rain Man, I wouldn't want to have to deal with that in my hammock. So I, I have an idea. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, I think I'm going to go to this setup. It doesn't get cheaper or more basic if you just go on like Rip Stop by the Roll or really any of the websites that carry like these products, um, like the basic products, the line locks, those cheap plastic ones mm-hmm. that are literally just like tied on to the end of your tarp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason, I saw his, and that's what he's been using since I've known him. And I tried it, and I've tried all kinds of different stuff. And I think I might go back to that because it's just so simple and light. You literally just tie one end around the tree and then cinch it up, tie the other. Every time I see him do it. Oh, you're talking about the top of the tarp? Oh, I thought you were talking about the – I'm talking about the guy lines, not not the ridge line. Oh, yeah. Well, you can use it for that too. Yeah, I use them for guy lines, and they actually came loose on me a couple times. The line so, locks? 
I end up sleeping on ridges a lot at the at the Red River Gorge, and that's where all the wind is. <laughs> windy, yeah, yeah. And, and so you get those high winds, man. If it's wet, it's gone. So, <laughs> okay, I'm starting to catch up to where we were when your uh, internet was going out. Um, oh, <laughs> Doc Watson, John, don't say anything. Just move your lips to mess with Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it all ironed out. Uh, we got to figure it out. It's, it's good now, man. We're good. I can you hear have you just to say. Fine. The entertainment value this episode, though, top notch. Oh, it is so so far. It is top notch. It is okay. So, what's your worst injury on trail? My worst injury came whenever I was doing the long trail, and it was an overuse injury, which I'm actually dealing with something very, very similar right now. But uh, I had to, it's the first time I ever have been on trail and been like, I just can't keep going, can't do it, you know. I'm I'm youthful and strong, but at the time, that ankle that ankle was not not happy. And now my left knee, like dude, walking around my neighborhood or like working out and stuff, is hurting my knee so much because of I told you about the 500 calorie challenge. Mm-hmm. It's just all overuse. So, what's your worst injury? Was it the torn knee? meniscus on my left knee back in uh, January 2021? Yeah, I was uh, I was off the trail for about six weeks. I was supposed to be off for longer, but I'm not real good at patience. So uh, got back out there a little sooner than I was supposed to. But that was probably the worst for me. Most of my injuries never happen on trail. I get injured on doing stupid things like walking in like normal <laughs> life. So <laughs> um, backpacking with Jason. Have you ever seen a commercial for a microwave? Hmm. I have ne- I can't think that I've ever. No, but I I do have a quick story about a microwave. Oh, okay, tell us your <laughs> tell us your microwave story, <laughs> bro. A, a couple weeks ago, like I had I had dinner and everything was good to go. We're ready to eat, but I needed to warm it back up. You know, just nuke it a little bit in the microwave. Yeah. And the night before, I do this weird thing. Whenever I eat some ice cream, I stick. You just do microwave. one weird thing. You just do one well, weird I thing. I do a lot. Of, I do a lot of weird <laughs> things, as you can tell. But I like to take my ice cream, like you know, you buy it by the half gallon or whatever. Stick right. it in the microwave for fifteen or twenty seconds, and it changes the texture. It makes it a lot easier to scoop. Um, so I did that, and I stuck it in the microwave. Hit it 20 seconds, and I tried to scoop some ice cream out, and it was still very hard packed. This was the night before I was trying to warm up dinner. Right. And then I was like, well, that's weird. So I put it in there for like another 15 seconds. I was like, I can't warm it up too much. Otherwise, my ice cream will be all melted. And it still didn't work. And I was like, hmm, maybe the power setting on the microwave is off. So I clicked on it, and it said hi. And I was like, well, I don't know. So I just didn't think a whole lot about it, and I ate my ice cream. Well, the next day, I needed to nuke dinner a little bit to warm it up. Beep, beep, two minutes on the microwave. Doot. Two minutes is done. No, microwave's making kind of a weird noise. So I had to drive to work, pick up my microwave from work, bring it back home, use it, take it back to work. Wait, 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 wait. stop, stop, stop for a second. Before we go further with this trip or this, this story, you have a personal microwave at school? Who doesn't? Keep going. <laughs> it's a keep going. Believe it or not, it's my microwave <laughs> that came with my mini fridge that I bought whenever I moved into my dorm in 2011. 
still working. Unlike awesome. the microwave that is a lot more expensive, I assume. I didn't put this microwave in. It was here when we bought the house. But it said 2017 on it. Microwave is already not working, which I guess things just aren't built to last now. They're built to fail at the time the warranty is going to be up. But Maybe right about that. Uh, my point is, is that, yep, I had to drive to work, get the microwave, bring it back. And then the next day, we were fortunate enough to, whenever we went to Lowe's to replace the microwave, one of my buddies works at Lowe's. And uh, he was like, well, I actually just threw away the the packaging and stuff to this microwave. He's like, it didn't have a box. So I don't know what the deal was, if it was a return or what. But he's like, we have to price it at half off because it's a scratching deal. And I uh, went to ring Don't you up. love that? Don't you love that? Oh, Dude, I love it. It's the it's best. Fantastic. So half off because microwaves that you're mounting over the stove, unbeknownst to me, are fairly expensive. Yes, they are. So um, I took it up to the counter and I was like, "Hey, that's just a scratch and dent, blah blah blah." Customer service, and they're like, "Do you have Lowe's credit card?" And I was like, "Yep." And then they ran it and they're like, "Nope, looks like you haven't used it in a long time, so it must have went dead." They're like, "If you apply again, we'll give you twenty percent off." So I got the microwave for like under a hundred bucks. Thumbs up. Dude. Nice, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Hey, we got we got a few little comments in here that need to be probably approached. One okay. is uh, yeah. Jeremiah is my backpacking celeb crush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, next year's meetup, everyone must only bring kraut and spam. Oh, count yeah. me out, Brian. I don't know <laughs> if I can participate in that. I could do I could do it once. Or twice, maybe. I don't think I could do it for an entire weekend. <laughs> well, my grandma used to cook it all the time. Sauerkraut and weenies. Fry sauerkraut and spam? No, not spam. Do you eat you spam? Do, uh, when I have to. Yeah, okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Well, hey, we got, Jeff Peters has a question for us. Thoughts on Dixie's Iceland hike? Well, I haven't watched her video of it yet, so I don't know if I can comment on it. I didn't watch her videos, but I saw almost every photo she took. And it's one of those, it's for me, it's, it's a bucket list for me. Like I've talked to my wife about it. There's a few places I really, really want to hike. I want to hike in Scotland, Iceland, and Ireland. Those are three places I really want to get to. I want to do the base camp of Everest. That's always been one I've wanted to do. And I want to get down to Peru and hit up uh, Machu Picchu. I just think that'd be so cool. And the Rainbow Mountains. I think that'd be awesome. On the Scottish part, are you wanting to do the same one that uh, a lot of the YouTube backpackers did? I just want to I just want to go to Scotland. Okay. <laughs> I just want to backpack in Scotland. I, it's not really like I want to do any specific trail. I just want to get there. It's one I think of there's like a, it's like a sea to sea or something. You're supposed yeah. to dip your toe in one, one sea and then to the other. I got a question for you before your next comment. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let me move my phone here so I can see it. I, I'm going to let you answer it. If you were the, this is by Sean R. on my community page. If you were to win the lottery and could retire tomorrow, what trail anywhere in the world would you through hike first? Go alone or with someone? Um, and then if you're going with someone, who would you take? Okay, John Muir Trail. Like JMT baby JMT has been on my radar for four or five years. And it's one that like <clears throat> a lot of people say this, I watched the movie mile, mile and a half. And mm-hmm. 
ever since watching that movie, I'm just all I I want to do the JMT. My my goal right now is 2024 is the jam is the JMT for me. Um, as far as who comes with me, I take man, me. It's a take hard me. one. Okay, Jeremiah. I want to do the JMT. Let's go. Let's go That'd do be it. Fantastic, dude. I'm really wanting to do it too. I wonder if uh... the problem is when when's a good time to do it is about the time you have to go back to school. Well, in this situation, I'd be retired. In 2024? No. I know you're talking real world. I was still talking about Sean R's question. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, for me, I, I that that's that's a trail. If I could if I was if tomorrow I could just end it all, end every like all the work I have to do and I could just go do whatever I want. I would hit that up first and then do honestly, I'd probably go to Iceland. After seeing those mountains and all of the glaciers and dude, it's just it's unreal. I just want to see that so bad. Yeah, I'm also jealous of Rob Pelton down there in Peru. Oh, the Peru, yeah. It, how funny was it? We had him on the show, and I had just started looking into that hike. And I was like, man, you've got to see these mountains. And he's like, you're kidding, right? <laughs> he's like, I'm going there in a week. <laughs> well, that was the most crazy coincidence I've ever seen on here. Yeah, yeah, but what a, what a trip. He sent he sent me a picture, um, I guess the day that he got to to the Rainbow Mountain area. He he sent me a picture and I'm just like, dude, way to go. That's awesome. That's just you made awesome. it, kid. You made it. Yep. Okay, here's a good one. What's your favorite and most epic car camping shelter? Hmm. Well, I'd say one of my favorites was that hot tent with Miyagi because it was like thirty something degrees outside and inside that tent. I mean, it was amazing. But I also did another hot tent using my Mr. Buddy heater with a buddy, um, my buddy Dan, not Dan Becker, different Dan. And we put that Mr. Mr. Buddy heater in there and it was in the teens outside. Um, if I'm remembering correctly and we stayed nice and toasty warm. So anytime my, you have a heater and your car camping, two thumbs up. I got something even better than that. All right, let's hear it. Summer car camping with an air conditioner. Oh, yours is like the polar. Mine's completely car. different. Yeah, I had to double check the name of the tent because it sits. I only use it for car camping, so I don't use it nearly as much as my other stuff. I've got a six-person North Face Wawana tent. I believe is what it's called. It's six foot three on the inside. Jeremiah, you could stand up and walk around inside this thing. Oh, I mean, it's that... it's huge on the inside, and then it's got this massive awning in the front that you can completely enclose where you could set a small table and like four chairs around it and just hang out. Um, so if it started raining, everybody could just hang out in that area and play cards or do whatever. And then um, I got my hands on a, uh, on a, this air conditioning thing you can take with you when you go car camping, you can use it in a trailer, you can use it in a tent. So I took my kids, it was going to be 85 degrees overnight. And so I was like, we're going to do this. We're going to make this happen. So it was like 90 degrees during the day. Kids are sweating, you know, like crazy. It's so hot and nasty. So I start I start the air conditioner. It's supposed to run for, I believe, six hours, six to eight hours. And so uh, I started about a half hour before we went to bed. So by the time we go in, the tent was nice and cool. It was probably like 70 degrees inside the tent. And so wow. we go in there and we lay down. We watched. I watched a movie with my kids. They passed out probably about four or five o'clock in the morning, the uh, air kicked off. But by that point, the temperature had cooled down and it was great. It was awesome. That, that was, 
That was pretty epic. I never thought in my life I would be car camping in a tent with an air conditioner in the tent. Yeah, I'm going to have to bum that from you at some point. It's sitting over here right now. I'm looking at it. It's it's well, right here next to me. Your story about the big tent reminds me that uh, we only got to use it for, let's see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three nights over the summer slash fall since I've gotten it. But I got that tent that has – it's got a little screened in area too, but the main part of the tent is like 10 foot by tw- uh, 12 foot or 10 foot by 14 foot. And that's nice, man. Yeah. That I'm excited to, to break that back out. You know, I also have um, one of the truck tents. Have you seen those that you can put over the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. Okay. Well, a uh, company sent me one like a year ago and when they sent it, I had just gotten, my uh truck like yours yeah right and then and then i was like well it's summer so i'm not gonna be able to use it yet me talking to the company they're like okay well let us know and then they emailed me like two months later and wouldn't you know it that was whenever i had the engine basically worked on and a bunch of stuff replaced so still couldn't use it but now that i'm thinking about it trucks running good wouldn't be so bad to break that thing out real soon it wouldn't be a bad idea at all. The other thing about the big tent is I got to use a cot. Oh, no sleeping on the ground. No sleeping on the ground, dude. You got the cot with the air mattress on top of the cot. That was nice. Real, real nice. Yeah. So that would be my most epic car camping shelter situation. Um, let's see. Let's let's go back down through here. Um, I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, this question <laughs> is from Rusty. What? <laughs> just, this, we don't have to answer this question. I'm just going to throw it up there. Could you, oh, sorry. I hit it. Could, could you recommend an ultralight microwave for backpacking? <laughs> <laughs> Carlson's Adventures. Funny. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Um, so we both live in Kentucky, and I'm a huge fan of UK. I know you're Ohio State guy, which is fine. Right. Uh, but you live a lot closer to Lexington than I do, but that's one of my go-to places. And Rusty was curious, what is your favorite and least favorite thing about Lexington, Kentucky? Also, do you know when the next meetup is? And I don't have an answer to the second part. Oh, man. Um, let's see. My favorite my- thing about Lexington? My favorite thing about uh, Lexington is the people. I really like Lexington people. Like, I like Central Kentucky people as a whole. I mean, just uh-huh. being honest. That's probably my favorite thing. That and then the sheer number of restaurants. Like, there's a lot of really cool places to eat in Lexington. Um, the thing I like the least about Lexington are the 45ers. What's the 45ers? 45ers are the people that get on the main roads. And if there's a 25 mile an hour speed limit, they drive 45. And if there's a 35 oh. mile an hour speed limit, they drive 45. And if there's a 45 mile an hour speed limit, they drive 45. And if there's a 55 mile an hour speed limit, guess what they drive, Jeremiah? 45. 45. I hate that. And it's like, I think it's a disease in central Kentucky. There, there are so many people. Like if you're driving, there's a road called Nicholasville road that goes from Lexington to the town I live in. And people drive 45 miles an hour in the left-hand lane during rush hour in a 55 mile an hour road in the left lane, not the right lane in the left lane. And they're backing up traffic and they get mad that people are upset with them. Well, you stole my least favorite. I was going to say traffic. I'm a small town kid. So 
my trap my idea of traffic i know for some people lexington traffic would be a joke but i mean if you hit every stoplight dude going from the mall to like the north end of town is going to take you freaking hour but my yeah. favorite thing you also stole was uh the concentration of restaurants man uh, where i live there's not as many i know we got to try a new one here recently but yeah lexington that's like uh living the high life there you can you got so many places to choose from oh yeah it's amazing it's amazing uh that hiking guy chris did someone say jmt he and i talked about that a lot at the uh at the meetup i was trying to convince him to come with me in 2024 and hike it Is uh, he gonna let's go? see uh i think he was gonna go with somebody else and they can't go then i think it was carlson maybe i think he can't go until later because he's already got stuff scheduled um ever car camp with a microwave <laughs> you know i don't think it's that bad of an idea as long as you have somewhere to plug it in you know they've got these new battery powered supplies that are massive now and they can power so much stuff i don't think it'll power the microwave i think that it'll be too much voltage it's got to pull that i tell you is about that a new video power that heater is that a new video New video idea, car camping that, with that, microwave. So, so what we'll do is we'll do the next gear swap, and then we'll also have a microwave involved? Dude, microwave is underrated for car camping. I'm telling I you. I got a back bin up there. I, I, the, so you're talking about the power supplies, right? And I don't know why, but for some reason, I get like two emails a week asking, can we send you blah, blah, blah power things? Yeah, I do too. Like, it's weird. They're always like 500 to to $1,000. And I'm like, man, I don't know who's, first of all, who's going to buy this giant power supply. And then yeah. I got one and the power was out. I may have already told you this. I tried to plug a heater into it. Or no, it was a fan, I think. It's either a heater or a fan. I don't remember if it's hot or cold. Anyway, long story short, it didn't work. It just cut it off because of the amperage I get. I don't know oh, if it's going to blow a fuse in it or what. Yeah. But, yeah, slept without that heater or fan that night. Yeah, you got one right there. I have a couple. It's a little one. It's a little one right here. But this one, um, I've actually used it when uh, we had the power go out at our house. We had, I don't know if I told you, did I tell you the story about the exploding um, light pole? No, dude. Tell me about it. What happened? Okay. Well, this is a great story. Um, we're sitting in our house and I was, we were flipping through the channels watching something. The kids were getting ready for bed. And uh, I, I hit the pause button or something on my remote and all of a sudden there's an explosion. It sounds like lightning struck behind our house. It's like, what the heck? So we go out back, and the uh, the power, uh, the pole that had the power on it behind our house, the top of it had blown off and caught on fire. Oh, my goodness. So there's this giant electrical pole that's on fire at the top of it. So we call 911. We get the electric company out there. The uh, fire department comes out, and then the cable company comes out, too, because their cables are on that as well. So like once the word got out that this thing had happened, all these people were out there. So that night, um, my wife's phone was about to die and she was supposed to call somebody or there was some, for some reason she had to have access to her phone. So I just pulled that thing out, set it up. I mean, we could have, we could have plugged in a TV to it. We could have done anything we wanted. You know, it, it was nice. It was nice having that power supply there. It was endless power. And when you're a camper anyways or a backpacker, you have tons of battery packs. So it's like I don't really freak out when the power goes out. I'm like, I can power enough stuff. And we have a gas fire pit yeah. too, or fire logs in our house. So 
I'm with you there. I um, I had two of those things, the big power supply boxes. Yeah. And one of the companies, like whenever they send that stuff, I'm like, well, I can't guarantee it's going to be in a video because that's what they're wanting. They're sending it to you because they want advertising, right? Yeah. Nothing in life is free. And yeah. then I didn't make the video. And then they emailed me back like a month or two later and had me to mail it back to them. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine. As long as you pay the postage, I don't care at all. I'll send it back to you. Yeah. Well, the air conditioning people sent it to me, but it wasn't really on sale yet. And um, they had prices and all this stuff, but they weren't really selling it. It was like a, almost like a Kickstarter style thing that they were doing. And so I mentioned it in a couple of live streams that I did at the time and they were happy. So um, Jeff Peters says, I'll bet Gonex has a UL microwave. Bad thing is it only works two times. <laughs> that could be. You know, uh, remember we gave away the Gonex backpack, the infamous Gonex backpack. You remember? Oh, yeah, dude. I wonder how that thing's doing right now. You think they ever know, used I, it? You think they, I, they probably did. Them. They probably did. I was, I, gave, I was supposed to be giving away a Gonex uh, cook kit. And the guy emailed me said, don't worry about sending me the cook kit. I'd just happy oh. I want <laughs> So oh, guess man. what, folks? At our December giveaway, we're giving away another Gonex cookie set. So be ready for it. <laughs> he literally said, I don't worry about it. I'll be okay. Hey, do you want to um, dump on Ohio a little bit here? No offense. Not really, man. I like Ohio. Uh, well, I like Ohioans. Uh, love the people of Ohio. Uh, but... No offense, Ohio, armpit of America. Here's Dude, the question. Have you been I'm Delaware? sorry, John. I know. Have you been to Delaware? Have you been to Detroit? Here's the question for you. You want to go to Detroit and see I the have real? Been to That's an armpit. Yeah, Detroit was pretty rough, man. I had to, the, I don't remember if I told you. We went out. We went to a bowl game, WKU versus some other team. We ended up losing right. at the Little Caesars Pizza Bowl in Detroit. And it was like midnight, and the lady, little 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 nice lady at the door, she's like, "You don't need to be walking down that way. It's too late. You need to stick on this road. Make sure you stay in the line." Yep. So uh, let's dump on Ohio here for a second. Frog and Loki <laughs> on the move. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You're like, you're like, it's awful. Now we're gonna dump on Ohio. Let's go. Yeah. Detroit. Goodbye, guys. Detroit, lovely people. Uh, dirty city. <laughs> Uh, Frog and Loki on the move asks, have you ever hiked slash backpacked Shawnee Forest here in Southern Ohio? If not, do you plan to? I hike there and I would like to hear what you think. And then they left a frog emoji. So, very nice comment. That's a nice uh, comment. I, I can't remember which, I think it might have been Shawnee Forest. If that's the place that has um, all the like water pumps to get your water and stuff. I think that might be where I went with the Shield Brothers, and that's where the Gonex came to life. Oh, really? Uh, but I think it could be. I need to text You couldn't them. have picked two worse guys to go wear that with. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, if, I know. if you're going to do that, you picked two terrible guys to go do that because, like, you knew they were going to give you crap about it. Oh, it was going to be known. I was going to be chastised for it. But <laughs> as for Ohio, I, for some reason uh, – it could be experience here. The only good hiking that I've seen in Ohio is in Southern Ohio, unless I'm wrong. And that is almost like Kentucky. So I'm like, well, there's better hiking in Kentucky. Why would I drive to Ohio? 
Yeah. What do you think, John? Uh, armpit. I don't know. I wouldn't say I've seen way worse places than that. Have you been? Have you been to like some of these the the plains where there's? I've nothing? been to Indiana. I've been to Indiana. This is. <laughs> it's a have you been to the plain states? Well, I've been to Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> and you're talking about lack of hiking. I mean, oh, man, dude, that's funny. I was talking to Chris about this. He's having the Indiana meetup. And uh, I was like, yeah, I did the Peninsula Trail in Indiana. I was like, is there really anything else? He's like, yeah, well, Hoosier National Forest, uh, that area is kind of, I guess, kind of it for the state of Indiana. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Here's a problem, though. I don't want to make fun of Ohio because, well, for one, I grew up there quite a bit of my life. And also, that's where backpacking with Buckley is because you're coming to see me in Ohio now, Jeremiah. Uh, I'll go see backpacking with Buckley in Ohio. It would be the best thing about Ohio. You got to do it. Okay, so so I've been I've been marking a few things. We asked the yeah, thing: the ahead. best part of Lexington, uh-huh. following Walker's world. Best part of Lexington is backpacking with Jason. Hey, <laughs> that's in there. He knows what's up? Carlson Adventures. My favorite thing about Lexington is when I when I'm there, I know I'm almost to the gorge. Uh, hey, true that. Kentucky hiker, the best part about Lexington is leaving. <laughs> oh, she must not that? be a fan of she must not be a fan of Lexington, or he must not be a fan of Lexington. Whoever Kentucky hiker is, um, Jeff Peters, Lexington is the new world headquarters of Wagbags by Jason Inc. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is accurate. That's fantastic. Uh, my favorite part of Lexington is that I live farther away from it. Go Cards. There you go, Jeremiah. Oh, no. There you go, Jeremiah. Riff Outdoors. Sorry, we got to kick him out of the chat. Sorry, Riff. No cards, man. I'm just kidding. Hey, Riff, I think it's really entertaining that you said that. Um, If we're going to allow – if we allow Ohio State fans in here, then we'll allow card fans. You have to, man. You have to. Um, Jeff Peters, would you ever want to hike the Buckeye Trail? I'm guessing that's in Ohio. It's it's like 1,000 miles. I don't know anything I about think, it. I think it is. Let me keep talking. You be entertaining for a second. Um, okay. Well, Buckeye <laughs> Trail. If it's Ohio, then probably not. But a thousand miles, dude. That is such a huge commitment. Like I did a long 1,400 trail. Was, miles. Fourteen hundred. It's got to be really, really good for me to do something like that. Like me and Bridget doing the Camino. That'd be five hundred or so miles, and that's gonna be really good. So. If it's going to be 1,400 miles, it better be worth my time. And I don't know. If that's walking the state of Ohio, then it's not going to be worth my time. Dude, It's that's a – You got information on it? Tell me about I'm, it. I'm actually pulling it up right now. Let me, uh, okay. let me go full screen with this so we can well, – so you can see what everyday, it looks like. Okay. Everyday Backpacker says it goes around the state. Yeah. So. it's it, it does. It's It's kind of crazy, actually. Um, let's see. Let's do this right here. Check that out, dude. That is not what I was on. Check that out, dude. That is. It's almost like a perimeter of the state. It is, man. I notice it stays away from the part that's near West Virginia. There's got to be a reason for that. It's probably the best part. I don't know about that. Uh, you got Defiance. It goes all the way up near like Toledo and Cleveland. There's Medina. Yeah, it looks like see where I live. I lived right here, like right in the middle of this marijuana. I mean, Buckeye Leaf. Um, 
here. Now, where's, where's the... Where's the Hawking Hills area at? Because I hear a lot of people in Ohio talking about hiking there. I don't the know. I've, stuff, I've never, I've never, I've never hiked there before, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but Jason Wish is about to knock you out if you keep this up, Jeremiah. What's that? The Ta- Ohio talking about Ohio, man. I thought Wish was an Indiana guy. No, Jason Wish is an Ohio boy, dude. Sorry, Wish. You should move to Kentucky. Uh, the worst state for hiking has to be Rhode Island. I got to admit, I've never heard of anybody hiking in Rhode Island. Have you? No, I know on the AT, it kind of runs through a bunch of those states at once. But Rhode Island, I hear Jersey with the the, the black bears, I believe. But other yeah. than that, I mean, you got upstate New York, which is amazing. But Rhode Island, that's not even on my radar. <laughs> okay, I kind of put this up here. It's popped up on the screen. Hocking Hills is wherever JK hikes with that Vienna sausage uvula. <laughs> <laughs> that's He's funny, ain't he? <laughs> that's fantastic. That's one of the funniest things I've read all day. He's got good comments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, What else is in here? Jeremiah. I'd rather make merch than hike in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's coming with the fire. He's coming with Jared's coming with the fire. That is that is great. Now you guys hike together down in Tennessee, right? Yeah, we did Smokies. Jared Champion. Uh his brother's name's Champ. So uh we had a great time down there. He's a funny guy, dude. He, That's awesome. Uh, I don't know if he wants me to share what he does for a living, so I won't say on here, but I'll tell you after we get done with the show. He's a smart guy, dude. Very entertaining. Um, and very easy to talk to. He's got great comments. He's always here on the Backpacking Podcast live stream commenting some awesome stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> Carlson Adventures. Leave it to Ohio to make a 1,400-mile trail and still can't get out of their own state. <laughs> oh, now, where is Brian from? Is he uh, Ohio guy? I think he's an Indiana guy, isn't he? Oh, okay. oh Carlson, yeah. Carlson, are you right. from Indiana? Yeah, Jeremy. Uh, Chris, Jeremy, and Brian, I think, are all Indiana. And Hoot. Isn't Hoot Indiana as well? Uh, Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty okay, sure. Jeff Peters, okay, we're, you're going to have to start being nice about the Buckeye Trail now, Jeremiah. Jeff Peters, South Central Ohio is Hocking Hills. Grandma Gatewood built the Buckeye Trail. Oh, uh, well. If that's true, man, you, you, you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll happily accept it. <laughs> no that's that's hilarious let's see what else do we have in here um here's another kentucky question okay rusty do folks from kentucky go to tennessee often for hiking yeah we go down to the the smokies and parts of uh the big south fork and Pickett state park um yeah the savage gulf um gosh there's the Fiery Gizzard Trail. Fiery Gizzard Trail. There's a lot. Tennessee has some great stuff. Yeah. It has some great places to hike. Yeah, if it wasn't for the Tennessee Volunteers, I'd be all for uh, meshing the Kentucky-Tennessee there. Well, after hearing what they did this weekend, it doesn't sound like there's a really high IQ down there. They beat Alabama. Oh. <laughs> they beat Alabama, and the way they celebrated was like tearing the goalpost out and throwing it in the river. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how this celebrated winning <laughs> this could be propaganda i have not confirmed my sources here but i heard that tennessee was accepting donations to replace the goalpost oh yeah they did like did a GoFundMe or something they did like a GoFundMe or something they crowdsourced Dude. the money to replace those like all the why like, 
Well, well, they they tore it out and threw it in the river. They probably need oh, to pay for it. Well, first of all, Tennessee, if you're going to beat Bama, you need to do it with class and not storm the field because you should act like you 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 should be there. They're a top ten team. But, but let's just shoot straight about something. When was the last time Tennessee was that good in football? And it's uh, been what since 2006 that they beat Alabama. So I mean, yeah. I get the storming the field, but I mean, come on, maybe tore out the the goalposts and threw them in a river. <laughs> it's like, I know. I mean, you can't say much. Kentucky, at least, at least they didn't damage anybody's property in Kentucky. Kentucky beats Florida, and they turn over cars and they set furniture on fire. So one one car and all those couches that were set on fire probably belonged to the person setting them on fire. Probably. Yeah, still way more ignorant than what the Tennessee people did. Yeah, I give them props though. I watched that whole game, except I missed part of the first quarter. But that was a heck of a game. Good job, Tennessee. But there's I was a lot of Alabama. I know a lot of Alabama hikers too, and they were not happy. No, but I tell you who probably was ecstatic, Dixie. Dixie. I bet. Yep. I bet she was sitting on that couch clapping her hands. I bet she was. She does not like Alabama. She loves that Auburn. No, she's Auburn, who's terrible this year. War Eagle. Okay, Dolly Sods is beautiful, diverse, and so cool. I've still not been to Dolly Sods. Do you know that? Me either. I thought you'd been there. Have you not been there? I, isn't Dolly Sods the place that has Lion's Head and all that? Yeah. No, I've never been. Jason and I, I believe we're supposed to go. I think we're supposed to go, and then the trip got canceled, or maybe it's COVID or something. I don't know. That's what happened to me. I was supposed to go, and. Uh, Two days before the trip, it got canceled. So I was planning on being out there. Disappointing. Yeah. So Y'all got any have? more good questions? You better ask them now because we need ben, to wrap this thing up. Ben McMillan, can we go back to talking about microwaves? <laughs> you know, I today I had a student. We have this school store at work, and they, like, will deliver food. You place an order online. They bring have you started selling things- your pencils yet? No, I haven't started selling the pencils. I seem to give away more pencils. But this kid, he ordered uh, some chocolate chip cookies, and I explained to him how the microwave works today. Yeah, sends sends radio waves through the food and vibrates the water in the food, creating friction, and uh, heats up your food. Science lesson of the day. That was the whole thing. That was the whole story. That was it, man. What do you want from me? <laughs> My stories don't have resolution. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Like, that's great. Hey, here's a good question. What's your next big trip? Oh, uh, let's see. I have been um, in the works talking to Jason about going to take a trip somewhere. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember. I did uh, confirm that I'm going on the trip. It'd be next month. But that'll be my next big trip. Um, if you haven't seen on my Instagram, I did post a picture of Gary and I, who I've talked about a couple of times, who's like 74 years old. Yeah. And uh, I've still been talking to him every day at work. And today we decided we are going to do a car camping and hike. And I think I'm going to take him to Red River Gorge. And That's I don't cool. know about how much mileage he can do, but I was like, dude, we'll car camp up there. I'll bring a heater. We can put it in the tent. So I think that trip will be before my trip with Jason. But other than that, that's all I got until December where we're on Christmas break. And then I can pour in a little more hiking in the cold weather. 
Yeah, yeah. And I like hiking in the cold. I don't know why. I just really like it. I know I've got the Foothills Trail coming up in a few weeks. I'm pretty stoked about that one. I had another trip that I had to turn down, and I think you had to turn it down too, uh, out to Zion National or, or to National uh. Forest. Uh, that was, oh, uh, dude, I wanted to go to Zion. I want to go to Zion, but the thing is, this other trip to to the Foothills, I've been playing this for so long, and I've been wanting to do it for so long. I just couldn't. I couldn't pull out of that one. It was no way. It was like. Zion's on yeah. the Zion can be done again. There, there, it'll be it'll be available again at some point. But I, I was you know, a little I was a little bummed that I had to turn it down. But at the same time, it's like you know, I really wanted to do the foothills. So uh, well, I'll be good. That, that'll be great. You you'll get to hike quite a bit more. I think the trip will be a little longer. But yeah, the Zion. I even talked to my boss at work and got everything approved. And uh, I was like, I just can't. I can't pull it. That's finals week for me. And oh, if, you, yeah. if you've ever been to college or you've, you know, been a teacher, finals week is like your Super Bowl. So professional obligations. Yep. Yep. Well, like I said, for me, I I try at least once a year to do a a longer trail. Like I don't call them long trails, but like I did the um I did uh, pictured rocks last year, 45 miles. And this one's mm-hmm. gonna be 77 miles. Um, you know, I try to do one of those a year. And I don't want to miss out on that, even though it would be going to Zion. It's still like I still want to get my one longer trail in, like that one that I do all the way through. And so uh, I'm kind of excited about doing that. Let's see if there's any more questions. Let's see. You ever bring potted meat, saltines, and mellow yellow on trail? (laughs) No. John John Coffee, Unpaved Explorer. That is the most random question. <laughs> oh, good question. Man. I have I used to eat potted meat um, and do it on a saltine, but that was more of like a fishing snack. Like if we were headed out to the boat, and I want to take something quick. Yeah, you know, get you get you some. Uh, we call them beanie weenies. Yeah, Vienna sausages and uh, some saltines, some potted meat. Now the mellow yellow, I think I could leave it home, but I I try not to eat a lot of processed meats like that anymore. But yeah, that was my go-to fishing snack, man. Quick, go to the lake. Nice. I don't like potted meat, so I've never done that. So that's. Oh, did you see? Did you see Jess' follow-up question? Uh, no, pull it up. All oh, right. what the heck is potted meat? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a weapon for the hiker wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you're listening right now, and for those of you who are watching, if you didn't see the episode that we did, I guess it was last summer um, or last spring um, with Jeff Garmeyer, we did an entire like main event level, like pay-per-view wrestling extravaganza of wrestler against wrestler. And uh, man, that was so freaking hilarious. If you've not heard that episode, please go look for that episode. We talked to him about everything from uh, that to Mountain Dew sponsoring hikers and a hundred other things. It is so funny. It's so weird because uh, Jeff Garmeyer, dude, this podcast, he he is he's come on it a few times, and the places that we go, uh, he he's an author. He's done all these trails, and here we are talking to him about staging a, a battle royale in Resident. I looked it up; it's episode sixty-five. 
Jeff Garmeyer, the Barkley, Backpacker Rivalries, and Batter Royals. Yep. It's it's a great episode. You need to go back and find that because it was of all the episodes we've done to me, that has been one of the that one, and there was one with Rue McKenrick where he talked about having to wear women's underwear at one point because oh, yeah. of dealing with chafing or something. I, th- those two episodes to this point to this day are the two funniest episodes we've had ever. They were just absolutely. By the great. way, by the way, shout out to Rue. He has a yeah. The American Perimeter Trail. So, congratulations to him, man. That is it has awesome. now been connected up. It literally goes around the perimeter of the United States now. Yeah, it's ready to be hiked. So, whoever's out there ready to do some backpacking, there you go. <laughs> if you're ready to take five years out of your life and go hiking, go get it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a long trail. It's a long, it's a long trail. trail. It's a long one. Well, hey, I, I'll tell you what, Jeremiah, we'll do one more question here. Um, and then we will end because I think this is very appropriate to end tonight. And that is this. Next week, can you add a ticker for how to purchase the Jeremiah bag? <laughs> oh, so uh, I guess that would be a question for Ben McMillan. Ben, can you make the Jeremiah bag Jeremiah's first merch and sell it through Hilltop Packs? Could we do that? I'll I'll endorse that as long as I get some royalties. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can you can sell whatever you want. Well, this has been fun, man. This has been fun. Um, but I know you've got to teach in the morning. And I have to go to the gym right now because I have to do a stair climber every night to get ready for this this foothills trail. So I am I am out the door as soon as we get off of here. So uh, for myself and for Jeremiah, everybody have a great time. It was awesome getting to hang out with you guys tonight, and we'll be back next Monday. We'll see you. Yeah. Adios, folks.